turned and we had grown her passing called us woeful home i kissed her then as there she lay and now i know my mother's faith and so does she must have been my mother's Thank you, Ginny. Wasn't that a beautiful song? Let's give her a hand again. Yes. Good morning, mothers. Oh, thank you. 
Wow. Good morning, mothers. Hey, yeah, that's better. We're celebrating your day today, and we thank God for every mother and grandmother, and as Dean announced, great-grandmothers that are in presence today, and we pray that may the Lord continue to bless you. And the future mothers, too, we pray for that. Well, I, I'm sure you have some appointments to celebrate mother. We'll try and get you out here, uh, from here on time. A little boy was talking to the girl next door. He said, I wonder what my mother would like for Mother's Day. The girl answered, well, you could promise to keep your room clean and orderly. You could go to bed as soon as she calls you. You could brush your teeth after eating. You could quit fighting with your brothers and sisters, especially at the dinner table. The boy looked and to her and said, no, I mean something practical. Today is Mother's Day, May 10th, and it's observed nationally, and we thank God for that. The inspiration and influence of motherhood, we know that, is worldwide. And let's take a few minutes and give some credit to our mothers and uh, look at a couple of things here. Washington Irving was asked to give a definition of a good mom. And let me, let me uh, uh, say something here. What I read in the papers, what I watch on TV, what I hear, there were some moms that are committing uh, horrible uh, things. I, I hate to mention the killing. And we don't have them here. Thank God. But, you know, people appreciate a good mother. And uh, when I was uh, preparing this message, I said, really, uh, the definition of a mother has changed nowadays, especially a good mother. So uh, one of the men of God was asked, Washington Irving, give us a definition of a good mother. He said, her love is never exhausted. It never changes. It never tires. And it endures through all in good repute, in bad repute. In the face of the world's condemnation, a mother's love still lives on. And when I said, well, there are so many definitions. If we have to take all the definitions of a good mother this morning, we will not leave here before 6 o'clock, and we still have many things to do and bring forth. But let us go to the Word of God and say the definition of a good mother. The Bible says in Proverbs 31, 30, 
one verse. A woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. I repeat that if you're still looking for it, Proverbs 31.30. A mother or a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. A mother whose life is patterned after this world's fashion, and we know about that, and whose desires are centered outside her family and their interests, whose heart is plagued by guilt, will be a ghost in the life of her children. The children seek love, especially the love of a noble and devoted wife and mother. Therefore, a mother owes it to her family, I hope you agree with me, to have a clear conscience to begin with, and soul, and heart that is set free by the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Having possessed that wonderful life, when she chooses to be a godly mother, then she may guide, number one, her children to a wonderful life in Jesus Christ. All her desires, ambitions, and plans for her children will be governed and fulfilled by her Savior. Not only that, the Spirit of God and His wisdom will direct her children and through her supervision, train them in the right path for a successful future in serving God and man. A mother asked a psychiatrist, when should I start training my child? How old is he? He asked. The mother replied, five years old. He flashed back, woman, hurry home. You have already lost five years. A mother who cares for her children, she started caring when they are still in the womb. And mothers, I think you agree with me. You start loving them there and caring for them there and planning and praying and singing. And I uh, watched my daughter Natalie, daughter Natalie, whatever he wants to say, her father, let him say it. You know, you agree with me, all of you. He's not here. Okay. But I watched her falling in love with the baby in her, in her womb and starting nurturing her and praying for her. And you mothers who have children, you know that. And when she was born, she started praying with her at an early stage in her life, very, very early. And she prays now and she says, Amen. And that's what a mother does. Reminds me of a mother who used to pray for her son in North Africa. She was living 
And her name was Monica, who had prayed through the years. God gave her a son, and he grew up. And he was a wayward, wayward son, if you would like, if you know what I mean. And she wanted God to save him at an early stage in his life. And uh, she prayed so powerfully for him. Before, when he grew up, he wanted to leave. And before he was due to leave for Italy, she prayed through the night that he might not go. But with the light of morning, his ship sailed. And he left his mom and went to find work in the world. Years later, the son wrote, that night I left behind me a mother weeping and praying. And what, O oh Lord, was she with many tears asking you to stop me from going? The heart of a mother, right? But you, O oh God, in the depths of your counsels, knowing the main point of her desire, regarded not what she asked then, but what you might accomplish a greater thing in my life. Though long delayed, the mother's prayers were answered and her boy became Saint Augustine. Saint Augustine. In good times, as we heard the song, the godly mother rejoices in her family for God's blessings, his care and his protection. In the bad times, when her husband or children need comfort, she becomes a ministering angel to them all. Don't we know, don't we know that, men? Because she has a heart of comfort better than man. I know that. I'm married to one. And her love is so tender, filled with motherly emotions, unequaled in any human being. Someone asked a mother, what is the greatest reward of being a mom? Her answer was there, and listen to her answer. When someone gives me a good report on the attitude or actions of my children. She also added, finding adequate time in the midst of a hectic schedule to invest in my relationship with each of my children. To teach them right from wrong and to give them the opportunity to see Jesus lived out in my life. There is no mother like the mother who has the Lord in her heart. That's the definition. There is a description in which God likens, God likens himself to a devoted mother. We find that description in Isaiah chapter 66 and verse 13. And listen what the Bible says. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. This is from God. There is no comforter like a mother. And if you have a mother today and she's sitting beside you, and if she's not here today, and you know, remember, she deserves all your love and respect 
because she's the only one who can comfort you like no one else and love you like no other human being. Another definition. She is the symbol of righteousness. Mom is the symbol of righteousness. In the Bible, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14, we read Paul writing to his son Timothy, his son in the faith. You, Timothy, however, continue in the things you have learned. Who taught him? His mother. Amen. Women, who taught him? His mother. You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of knowing from whom you have learned them. Paul knew that in, in Timothy, there is faith, there is honesty, there is integrity, there is obedience, there is all kinds of characteristics that are found in a Christian person. And he told him, you remember from whom you have learned them mother and he mentioned his grandmother too so grandmothers you get also a credit on that today you he you learn from mom and grandmother there is no better than a righteous mother a mother who knows what is right and does it this involves a lot of things we're going to cover them a little bit here a righteous mother does not compromise or waver. Right? And if you're compromising in the upbringing of your children, please stop. You do not compromise or waver. Many there are who, as they remember the mothers who gave them birth, have a Mother's Day every day. Why? Because they can remember mother and her upbringing, and they will never stop remembering her every day. Tireless love. Discipline for disobedience. Right? Little ones. Uttered and silenced prayers. Agony that followed them through their sins and won them back from the world. Her faithful observance to the word of God. Her devotions and the Christ-like power of sacrifice are never forgotten. In all these things, she is the symbol of righteousness. She is the symbol of righteousness. Remember who taught you this. I hope I'm addressing young men and young women who have godly mothers who are symbol of righteousness, who remember when they did something wrong, their mother didn't say, oh, it's okay, son, that's all right. She called him on the carpet. And she disciplined him or disciplined her, their daughter. It's when you do that, mothers, and when they did that, they were trying to bring men and women good to be men and women of, for the future. Remember that whatever mother does for you in the area of corrections, 
that we all hated when we were little ones. But you know what? That it pays. It pays dividends when we grow up. Remember her devotions. And I want to remind the mothers here and the mothers-to-be. Whatever you do during the day, how, no matter how much you're busy, I know we, you are busy. Mothers are very busy. Okay. Have time to have a devotion with your children. Have time to tell them a little story about the Lord Jesus Christ. Take a story from the Bible and spend time with them. This is, you will be for them a symbol of righteousness. A symbol of a godly mother that they will never regret it when they grow up. I was talking to Michael, who came for the first time today to the church, and he said, how did you uh, get to know the Lord? He said, my mother used to drag me to church. I didn't promise you I would say that today. He's the first time he's a, a med student, and I wish him well and success and for the future. But just on this day, he came last week, we were closed, but on this day, he told me that his mother used to pressure him to take him to church. And where is Michael today at an early age in his life? He's sitting on the bench in the church listening to the word of God. Any any, any time you think you've lost to train your children to love God, to drag them to church, and to bring them to Sunday school, it's not time lost. It's time won for the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not something that's, oh, I can postpone till next week. You keep postponing, and suddenly you will not find your children around you, or you will not find them in the house of the Lord. Someone said, when we come to manhood, and it may be, have children of our own. Listen to this. How often we have cause to remember what mother said to us. But mother must punish it. That surely is the sorest test of mother love. A godly mother will not shrink from correcting the willfulness and disobedience of those she loves so dearly. So, if you're angry at your mother because she corrected you last night, smile and put your arm around her and say, Mom, thank you for correcting me. <laughs> Little girl sitting by your mom, and your mom said, you're not going to eat that cookie tomorrow. Remember why. Your disobedience led you not to eat cookie. Whatever mother does for your own benefit, honor it and love it and obey her. D days and years pass by, and let me tell you, seasons change. And we change. And the world changes. The world that we are living in today is different than the world that used to be 30 years ago. Do you agree? Everything changes. 
God never changes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he who is residing in the heart of the mother has given her the love that never changes. Mother's love never changes. In fact, her love increases as the years go by. You agree with that? We seldom appreciate her, especially during our early years. We consider her firmness, uh, godly discipline and conduct are outrageous. Man, can you understand what she wants me to do? How many times we complain? I see Justin looking at me. I said, yeah, I understand, Adel. <laughs> outrageous. No, it's not. If you have the godly mother that she is, and she wants to discipline you, don't call it outrageous. Call it godly and obey her. All these actions are driven by her unconditional love and sacrifice to make us, you and me and everyone else, ideal children and better men and women for the future. She is truly this kind of woman, a symbol of righteousness. So look at your mother if you're sitting beside her and say, Mom, I love you. Not just today. I love you every day. And I will honor you with my life. A woman was calling a friend whose children were brought in. The caller said, evidently, with no thought of the meaning of her words. Oh, I'd give my life to have two such children. To which the mother answered, with all humility, that's exactly what it costs. Is to give your life for your children. Men, young men, husbands, this is the time where we should look at our godly mothers and say, thank you, mom, for being such a godly wife. Her sacrificing spirit, her unchanging love, her correction, her care, her untiring spirit is there to make of us better children and better husbands. May we give them today a word of thanks and thank you, Mother, for being such a godly wife. Amen. Victoria Farnsworth writes, not until I became a mother did I understand how much my mother had sacrificed for me. Not until I became a mother did I feel how hurt my mother was when I disobeyed. Not until I became a mother did I know how proud my mother was when I achieved. Not until I became a mother did I realize how much my mother loves me. And today is Mother's Day. And let me throw a question at you. How do we honor our mothers today? You have a plan? Oh yeah, we got plans. But I want to give you the 
better plan if you have. May, may your plans be okay, be executed, and have a nice time with your mothers. But let me give you what we need to do. We can express our love and gratitude by cheering her heart and letting her know that we owe our homes, our lives to them. Whose love in her heart gave us a glimpse of the love of God. Let us honor our mothers by saying, Mom, thank you for correcting me. Thank you for bringing me up. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for taking me to church. Thank you for reading the Bible to me. And thank you for caring that I should be the young man or woman that God wants me to be. Today is her day, isn't it? It's her day. May we honor her, for this is God's commandment. He says, honor your father and mother. And that's how you honor her. Be thankful that she took you to church. Be thankful she came with you to Sunday school. And let me say this about coming to church and to Sunday school. There are so many parents today, mothers and fathers, they bring in their cars, okay, their children, deposit them at the entrance of the church and leave and tell us, when do you want us to, bring, to come back and pick them up? This is not motherhood. This is not fatherhood. This is not Christianity. You come to church, you bring them to church and attend with them church. And bring them then in the Then they will say, like father, like son, like mother, like daughter. Amen? This is how we honor our mothers. And mothers, please take up this responsibility. And don't say, well, I, I, I bring them to church. It's not enough. Attend church with them. The second point to how do we honor our mothers is we can resolve to be men and women our mothers wants us to be. I want to address all the children today. Now, are you a child of many prayers? I was. I am. I used to enter home and find my mom and my dad kneeling before the bed and praying for me. You know, why do I still remember that? It affected my life. Mothers, are you praying for your children? Mothers, when your children come home, will they see you say, Mom is in the room praying? You know, the Bible is always true. Train your child in the ways of the Lord. And when he grows up, he'll never depart from it, right? And this is why mothers, that's the big responsibilities. Children, has a mother yearned over you and pleaded to lead you to the feet of the crucified Savior? Am I talking to someone like this? If her prayers and pleading are not answered as yet, what a joy it would be for her today to see you turn to God. 
make him your savior. Mom, I want to make your day. Nothing makes the day of a Christian and godly mother like when her children come to the Lord Jesus Christ and ask for their salvation. If I'm speaking to any young man, a young lady who understands what I'm talking about today, and you know that your mom has been praying for you, and yet, you have not been saved. You have not given your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ yet. And you're saying, well, Adel is boring. I wish he'll end up now. I'll end up in two minutes. But let me say this. Your mom is praying. And your dad is praying. And I am praying. And the, and the angels in heaven are, are looking. And Jesus wants you to make her day today by coming to the Lord Jesus Christ and take him as your savior. Are you willing to do that? Then you can turn to mother and look her in the face and say, Mother, happy Mother's Day. I have a happy day. Make it a happy day for her and for you. And to mothers, may the Lord make this the happiest Mother's Day that you've ever had. Let's bow our heads for prayers. If I am speaking to any, any daughter, any son, any child, anyone says today, I want to obey the word of God. I want to make my mom's heart happy. I want to take Jesus as my savior. If you decided to do that, just lift up your hand so I can pray for you. Any child, any young man, any young woman, if you decide to do that, lift up your hand and I will pray for you. And then you will tell your mom what a great joy you are bringing to her heart. Anyone before I pray? Amen. May the Lord bless you. Anyone else? Anyone else? You won't only make your mother's heart happy. You'll make the angels sing in heaven. And Jesus' heart will be so happy. Our Father, we thank you for this beautiful day, Mother's Day. May our hearts be sensitive to your word. And there are so many other definitions. We can stay all day trying to think about mom and her qualities. But we pray with these few words that those who haven't known you as Savior, the children, the young men and women, will never leave this place without a decision to live for you and honor mom. I pray for each and every mother in attendance and all mothers around the world, that they will have their heart's desire if it is according to your will. Bless us as we are dismissed and be with each and every family. And may we never forget your love and your care and your eternal motive 
to send the Lord Jesus Christ to come to this world and die on the cross of Calvary so we might be saved. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. The meeting is over. Happy Mother's Day. And enjoy it. And have a great day all together. <laughs>